Hey, welcome back to Pigeonhole Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Ben. Uh, you know, we're a washed-up goalie and a washed-up comedian that do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to play, watch, read, and talk about hockey. We mostly cover the NHL, but we'll also discuss other happenings around the hockey world. So follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share any hockey news, highlights, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. So, Ben, today I think before we kind of break into some of our topics we're going to jump into today, have you been watching any of the hockey news as of late? I mean, the big thing for me, Chris, has been uh, Mr. Lundquist getting open heart surgery. So I'm, yeah. I'm sure you guys talked about that. Uh, thoughts with you, uh, uh, Lundquist family, and I, I hope it goes well. Thoughts come from us at Pigeonhole Hockey here for the Lundquist family and Henrik Lundquist, and hopefully a speedy recovery and a return to the ice following season. Me and you were talking, Ben, and I think we came up with this in a previous podcast, but we wanted to talk about some of our favorite active non-hockey athletes because we will end up talking hockey on this podcast but uh, sometimes there's just some athletes that stand out to us that we're like you know what i want to talk about why i like this athlete we're going to break down uh, our top five non-hockey athletes so did you want to start with your number five my number five is uh it's going to be a little controversial okay john cena (laughs) oh my god john cena (laughs) So here's so what makes him I, one of I your could, favorite five athletes. I know so you're a big wrestling could, fan. I know that much. I could have done all wrestling people. Look, I, I you know, I, I've been to a couple shows. I, I am a, a wrestling fan. Mostly, I, I say because I grew up in the South. Yes, it's fake. Yeah, obviously it's fake. Because if you did any of those moves, I, you know, I'm somebody who does martial arts on the side. You would kill people. But that doesn't take away the fact that these are really tremendous athletes and stunt people and and acrobats and, uh, you know, just general strong people. The reason I picked John Cena, uh, he's been in the business for a really long time. He gets a tremendous amount of heat, regardless of whether you like him or not. So there's a huge bifurcation of the fans. And either way, people are are being loud, which is great for the other uh, wrestlers. And he does a ton, a ton of charity work. Uh, it seems like every other day he's doing something with Make-A-Wish or another organization. So a big part of this for me, Chris, was was who do I like for uh, off-the-athlete reasons, and in this case, John Cena for all his active charity work and his tenured career. Sick. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I was kind of not, I can't say I was stunned with that because I know he is a very charitable guy, just not a wrestling fan, and I know you are. So I'm not surprised you made that choice. My number five, I'm going to go with with a local athlete here for me, uh, Caroline Gleit. So she's a pro skier. As much as that is cool, and it's awesome to watch her compete, what really stands out for me about her, and anybody that knows me well enough knows that as much as I love my hockey, and I will never shut up about hockey, my other passion is environmental support or charitable support. Um, and any, even then, outside of environmental stuff, if, if just an athlete is, like, great to their home community or, you know. But, uh, no, she's like... She's awesome because she's notable for like advocacy, environmental justice, for you know climate reform, and no, I just think she's uh, real cool. She's probably, if I'm right, only I think she's in the Park City area, which is only like 30 minutes from my house. Um, so it's uh, I, I like finding a local athlete like that that you know cares about the environment and is passionate about it and is actually trying to do something about it. So I think that's uh, that's awesome, and that's why she makes my top five. All right, so number four. Well, I'm just looking up uh, Caroline here. Very impressive. Yeah, 
I learned about, okay, so basically I worked, and I won't name the organization, uh, but I worked for an environmental organization. But I do think the other piece uh, about this kind of bit that we do, I always learn something. So like, I didn't know anything about Caroline Gleick until literally, I guess, two minutes ago when you brought her up. And now I, I just read through her wiki page. I'm like, wow, very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, I just, I just think she's a super cool athlete. And it, it, the funny thing is when you, when I, when you punch her into Google, uh, she comes up as an American activist, not an athlete. No, don't. Oh, she's got her own show and everything. Look at this. Yeah, she's got her don't own podcast. Don't punch me into Google either. Yeah, no, she's she's awesome. She's much more successful than we are. Uh, hey, man. Hey, we'll she likes hockey. Up. Maybe I'll try to get her on our podcast. Please, Caroline, please don't debase yourself by coming on this book. This, this <laughs> just festering pile of garbage. All right, you want to hear my number four? Yeah, shoot. All right, my number four uh, is Floyd Mayweather. I would have put this guy higher because he's probably one of the, if not the best boxer of all time. Okay. But I think, you know, there's there's some things around, for example, like I remember I mentioned the out-of-sport activities being an important decider for me, and I could not find any record of Floyd Weather's work with charity. So either he does none, which is possible, or he keeps it on the, the DL, which, which if that's the case is actually quite admirable because, you know, we always say like the best kind of charity is the one where you don't take credit for it, yep. but you should watch this guy. Like just, he's absolutely gifted. And I think just a, an impressive talent. If you're uh, if you're a boxing fan, obviously, you know about that, but his style is also really unique too. you know, whereas Mike Tyson is all about power and, and aggression. And of course, was very talented and, and could dodge and be nimble as well. Like like Mayweather really is like reactionary or you know can react incredibly fast, and you can't land a blow on him. And just incredibly impressive. Yeah, and I'm, again, I'm not surprised you went with. Uh, you're definitely a wrestler, boxer, just sort of person, so to speak. And uh, I'm not surprised by your choices there. But you you said you weren't able to find anything real public about, and it's not relevant to why we're choosing these athletes. I mean, for me, it's, it, it makes an athlete stand out that they're charitable or they care about the environment, but it was never a requirement of this podcast, I guess. <laughs> so, it's just kind of the way it worked out for me. Cause I already knew a bunch of my favorites and then did a little bit more research and then ended up with one additional favorite to add into the group. This is why this person stands out over this person. This is why this person's going to drop off the list. So I had other people on the list before, but when I really, if I'm going to say someone's one of my favorite athletes, I want to have for me reasons behind it. Of course, that's my own personal justification. Other people out there, like I like people who hit people. And again, that's, not you. I'm just saying that someone who'd be like, I don't care what they do. This guy hits people. This girl hits people. This guy hits people. This guy hits people. And this guy's a hugger. And these are why I picked these five people. It's like, okay, cool. That's right. When you when you have your own podcast, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, we make up the rules here. And I like the rules of actually like an athletes who stand for something. What's, so now you're up to your number four. So my number four is an Australian surfer. And that is Sally Fitzgibbons. So Sally, I'm trying to peek around here. I know she's involved. Again, this is another one where she's involved with environmental issues. And I'm guessing as a surfer, it's probably going to be ocean related. I'd have to really dig deep. I just know she stands for environmental stuff. You know, surfing is fun to watch. I love Australia. You know, so maybe a little bit of bias here. But uh, no, she's. Uh, I think she even qualified for, if I'm right... One of the upcoming Olympics, but I could also be very, very wrong. 
pretty confident she's still an active surfer. I don't know if surfers ever go inactive because they're surfers. I think it's something that... I, I don't know how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I watched a little bit of surfing here, there, and everywhere. And for me, that's where uh, Sally stuck out. And I'm definitely a fan. So, number three. Michael Phelps. Okay. I, I don't know. It's kind of like surfing. Like, can you ever really just stop swimming? I don't think so because he still does like probably swim yeah. to work out but great dude american hero no question olympic hero no question i think we've seen you know since he kind of came out in the 2008 olympics that he changed a lot i think he was a young guy you know had to had to kind of have his hero's journey i know he's been married for a while he's got three kids he's a volunteer coach in arizona where he lives donated a million dollars from a deal he got with speedo to start a charity uh number three is uh jj watt so you know he's houston texans player and he just repeatedly stands out to me most recently it was actually interesting that he two days ago after the texans i think just got beat up on the field he came out against his his teammates did you see that video i retweeted it no Basically, he called out his team. He went off on this interview, basically saying, if you if you can't work at the hardest level, perform at the best level, when you're getting, he's like, we're, we're, we're compensated massively, like amazingly to play a game. We're living the dream. If you can't put in your best effort for the fans, why are you even here? Because he said he's embarrassed by his team's performance and he feels bad for the Houston Texans fan base that they have to endure it. He's just an overall, I think he's just an overall really, really cool guy. <laughs> I've been a fan of his for years. I know he's super charitable as well. I think yeah. he built like thousands of homes after, was it Hurricane Harvey? Was what, Which one hit way. Houston? Yeah. Uh, it was Harvey. I'm reading about it right now. He raised $37 million to help the recovery. Yeah, and then he's given like he's really big in the uh, the community there, giving millions to like middle school programs and athletic programs for middle schoolers. He's just very generous with his with his money, and he's very involved in the community and very involved with the fans. And I've I've heard from people who've you know interacted with him. He's just a down to earth, you know, like he is. He's the guy who makes that big money, but also realizes how lucky he is. And I think that video that came out a couple of days ago emphasizes that. He knows he's blessed to be able to be in the best condition of his life, be paid millions of dollars to play a sport. This is a guy I want on the Buffalo Bills. Like, he's a down-to-earth guy, and Buffalo Bills fan base would just lose their minds if he ever came to Buffalo. That would be fantastic. And after we win the Super Bowl this year, maybe he'll want to join us. But just easy. it's easy for me to like him. That's so, really so you want to like him even more. He uh, actually was a hockey guy until he was 13 and then had to choose between football and hockey. Well, financially, he went with the better decision. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no question. <laughs> you get paid way more in the National Football League than you do in the National Hockey League. So he made the right call. Probably would have been a great hockey player, but I think I think it's worked out well for him. Let's just put it like that. I think it's worked out well for J.J. And uh, I'm a huge fan of him. So you're number two. The best tennis player of all time, Serena Williams. Yes, I would say that, in my opinion, she is the best tennis player of all time. She's, uh, in my Sorry, opinion, Venus. the best athletes of all time. I, I agree. I do think Not she's... one of my favorites, but she is. I ranked her in my top five athletes of all time on a whole separate list. I like making lists, guys. Four, four gold medals. She's, she's super cool. I think, it, from what I see, she has a really good sense of humor. I think she seems like she's she's down to earth, does a ton of work 
in, in the real world for good good causes. Uh, she's she's always showing up for uh, you know with her entire game doing doing her best. Uh, I thought it was super cool that uh, you know she she went on maternity leave and came back and still rocked it. So I'm a big fan. Also, she speaks like four languages. No, she's all around. Like she was, she didn't make my top five, but she made my top ten. But we we're doing the top five. Uh, I know she worked with UNICEF because I used to do some yeah. some UN support. I did a whole bunch in response to the Haiti earthquake. She's appeared on a bunch of shows. Uh, she invests in a bunch of teams. Serena, I think you're amazing. If you want to come on the show, <laughs> yeah. If you want to come on oh, hockey, no, she's a. Uh... Again, in my opinion, one of the best athletes of all time. I think, again, I think yeah. I ranked her number two. I'd have to find the list. Uh, my number two is Larry Fitzgerald out of the Arizona Card. So, yes, another football player. He's been in the NFL for I don't know how long now, but he won me over years ago. Not only is he just probably one of the best wide receivers of all time in the National Football League, but super cool guy, very humble, and very charitable. He gives to a lot of charities. I think he works with, uh, is it Oxfam? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I think he works with them, but he also does a lot of other things. And I guess it kind of came from his mom because uh, I guess his mom was very charitable. He, he's just an overall good guy. And another guy I'd love seeing, lo- would love to see wear a Buffalo Bills uniform. But honestly, at this point, he's been an Arizona Cardinal player for so long that I can't see him in anything else. But, you know, the Arizona Cardinals like maroon and white, which is still super sharp, but no, overall, just a really good guy, super talented athlete and, and very charitable. And again, you, you, this is my trend for these athletes is that they're very involved. All right. With that said, who is your number one in the pigeonhole hockey, non hockey athlete draft? You're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. It's going to be LeBron, ain't it? Uh, King James. That's right. Yes. LeBron. I like LeBron. I think LeBron's like the whole piece about like Jordan and LeBron. I don't know. Like I, Jordan was on my top five non-active, which is what I thought you wanted me to do to prepare for today. Could they? Could they play each other and win? I don't know. Uh, you, you know, it's they're different kind Hands of guys. Down Michael Jordan. Look, what uh, I, my point is, no, I'm okay. not going to comment that. I think Michael Jordan is phenomenal. I think he did more for basketball at the time when it came out. And I agree with you. I think his historical legacy is a bit more, but there's no doubting like LeBron is just an amazing talent. Like again, generational talent. And I think the other piece that I've just respected time and again is that he uses his status as an amazing player and an amazing leader of the sport to do a lot of cool stuff off the court. Uh, And in addition to that, I think he's an awesome role model because he's got so many business interests that he pursues. So he's got his little empire uh, and it's not little, I'm not trying to be pejorative, but he he has an empire of, of kind of business ventures. He's been a part of, he does a ton for charity, helping a lot of underprivileged kids get where they need to get and, and supporting them. He does a lot for kind of his hometown of, of Cleveland. I think he's a great guy. And is he as good as Jordan? I, I don't know. It's a good question. I think if we could create robots of them that could fight each other or play each other, whatever, it'd be very interesting. But but I don't know if, if that's the case. So that said, uh, LeBron, I think he's an amazing talent. He's a great guy. And I look forward to his career after basketball. No, and if I could stomach putting a basketball player in my top five, I would have probably put him or even MJ up there. Um, 
I would definitely say of active athletes, LeBron would make my top ten. Uh, he he, I floated his name in there a couple times, but I just can't. I can't do it, man. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I don't know what it is with me in basketball. Uh, I used to feel this way about baseball. I think too back in the day before I became a Cardinals fan in two thousand two, but. You know, I've lived in cities with the only real major of the major four sports teams in Utah is a basketball team. I still just can't. I don't know. I just never been around people who liked it and never been around people who wanted to go watch it. Or I mean, just it's and I've never had a desire to watch it myself. But the great thing about baseball is you sit there with your phone, a beer, a hot dog, and you just enjoy the sun and you hear the crack and then yeah. you have to see what's happening. It's fantastic. Yeah. Look, look, I've been to a couple basketball games. I, I, I mean, look, when I went to a certain university, we watched a lot of college basketball, and, and that was fun back in the day. And I agree, basketball, it's not my thing. That said, baseball, I have clocked the number of baseball games I've been to where I've actually paid attention, and, like, my average attention span is about a minute and a half before I start doing <laughs> something else. And, yeah, the beer and the hot dogs are great, but, but you can do that anywhere. You know what I mean? I just don't get it. I don't get like look. I know it's there. It, there's a lot of nuances. They're great athletes and stuff. But come on, like I'd still pick basketball over baseball. No, nah, nope. Ooh. No, I I don't even know who wins championships in the NBA except for you know whoever LeBron's playing for. So, you know, so that's about it. So uh, I just can't can't do it. And again, this is no knock to people who like the sport. I just don't get it. There's so many other things I'd rather watch. And again, for me, again, I, I like baseball, but like you said right there, my attention span of baseball is very minimal. I love live games, but I find it really hard to watch them on TV unless it just happens to be the Cardinals and the Cardinals just happen to be in the playoffs. <laughs> so that's the only time you will actually catch me watching baseball on TV. I'm not a massive baseball fan but when it's the cardinals and they're on nothing else is on i'll watch them it takes me a while to you know. it's like golf who who is watching golf on television i'm not trying to be a troll here like if, if you listen if you guys are out there and you watch golf just try to explain it to us because i don't get it it's like you could just watch the highlights and then you got everything you need and oh okay yeah tremendous shot cool all right i'm gonna go now yeah i don't so, the people who stand there just wait for the guys to come by or oh look at the balls landed here it's like, what, the only way you, you can improve golf is make it happy gilmore level or or the ball explodes at intermittent points and you don't know when hey <laughs> well, now you you're talking that yes. i'd watch that <laughs> oh okay well tiger woods uh unfortunately just lost uh, part of his left toe that's the thing the only the only the only golfer i know is tiger woods i don't know any other golfer's name not one I mean, when you have a name like Tiger, that's pretty cool. No, my number one uh, is Maria Sharapova right there huh. in tennis again. And for me, it's, again, really liked watching her compete. She was competing at the same, you know, it's been competing at the same time with, with Serena. She does a lot of charitable work as well, a lot. She gives a lot back to her community back in Russia and around the world. Really looks out for, uh, I think she's might be into the environmental stuff, which is why she stood out to me. But I also think she supports like orphanages and, and the street kids in multiple countries. And I just think that that's really. Is she only so. 33? Maria Sharapova? She's, I don't know. How long has she been playing tennis? She's been playing tennis since she was like a teenager, dude. So is Serena. Holy smokes. How, how old is Serena? I think she's in her 30s, too. 39. Okay. So there, that's, that's, that feels more reasonable. Yeah, but it just shows these. Here we are. We both chose a you know, a tennis player here, and again, 
Serena almost made my list, almost got close. But uh, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm a big fan of Marina Sharapova. I just think that she's done a lot uh, for the for her communities and such. And so I just think it's awesome. And so that's why she's my favorite. Whew, that was quite the uh, quite the journey, wasn't it? We had a lot of highs. We had a lot of lows. Well, with that said, I want to say thank you, everyone, for listening to Pigeonhole Hockey. This is Chris and Ben, and we'll catch you next time.